STL tax lawyer Mark Milton is widely recognized as one of the top tax resolution attorneys in the country and prides himself in helping individuals and small business owners solve their tax issues. Because of his unique experience and no-nonsense approach, Mark has become a go-to lawyer for people with tax problems. Like Mark says, some of the greatest client success stories are the ones you don't read about in the newspaper. If you need tax help, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Welcome back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Now back to Tim and Doug on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. Is this Dolores or Miley? Dolores. Rest in peace. Fire a bullet on ninety five. It gets me ninety four, ninety six. And I'm gonna from, move. On. I'm gonna move my entire bankroll. In. I'm on. This is from the ninety four Woodstock concert. So, oh, this is a live version. Yeah. Don't. Oh ruin my it. God, no, David, David Klein. Klein. I heard no. David Klein. He does very similar music. Don't ruin this song. That's, it made me think of David Klein when I heard it too. <laughs> yeah. It's the same style of singing. She's so hot in this video. Really? No, she is not. <laughs> in the 94 Woodstock? Are you Absolutely kidding me? Absolutely not. Oh, Who my God. The blonde hair. Dolores O'Riordan. Beautiful <laughs> smile. And I don't care for the big black Doc Martens with that black dress. but There's just something about Irish chicks that turn me on. Irish chicks. All right. Guns and their guns and their bombs in your head. Doug, is this about the troubles? I don't know. It's kind of a bizarre thing. There's Klein. And he was in Woodstock in '94. Same genre. Is that what Klein was singing? This song? Yeah, trying. Johnny Mudflap is losing it in the text inbox. Mm. Brought to you by Andrea Steakhouse. Why? Okay, it's time to shut up, Iggy. Now he says, shut the F up, Rockio. <laughs> yeah, you're ruining the song with that blind stuff. Johnny Mudflaps. Oh, no. I don't believe you. Well, to each their own, but I don't know how you can't say she's not a 
attractive in this video. All right, I'll go look at it, Doug. I'll go look at it. 94 okay. Woodstock. Is she the one with the short blonde hair? Blonde I simply hair, disagree. Beautiful I'm, smile. Kind of looks like a little businessman. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a business. Little busman. I think she's cute. I, I, a few David, problems I think David life. Klein's version was really great. That's why I wanted to play it. Yeah, I prefer the Klein version. Isn't that was it, at uh, Mardi Gras, circa 2012. Yeah, it's just got so much more flair. Yeah. yeah. Well, he could belt it out when he wanted to. Quite an entertainer. And we always pictured him slathered in gravy. That's correct. I never did another album after she passed away. Said they can't do it without her. Which is probably true. I mean, she was the band. Think about that. Yeah. Well, if you are the band and you pass away, well, I mean, it's probably going to be it for the band. No, great musicians, but I mean, Cranberries was known for her voice. The distinct voice. That was kind of a political song talking about. The Troubles? No, the Troubles in other countries that wars and killing children and things like that. I mean, she has a cute face. I suppose that's how I would say. Yeah, I mean, not gorgeous, but I think she's just because if cute. you didn't know it and she wasn't wearing a dress, I think some people might think she has a, a gentlemanly presence, like a little busman. Oh, I don't know. I kind of like the blonde haircut better than the black look. Your preference on Dolores O'Riordan's hair color? Eight five five two eight two eight two five five. I don't Take have any idea what she looks like. Never got to see them in concert. She didn't die that long ago. Was it 17, 18, I think? Now, what year did she uh, pass away? I, I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. OD? I, I still hear the music playing somewhere. Um, <clears throat> I think they said that alcohol and some prescription drugs. That's a bad mix. It was a song about the bombings in Northern Ireland. Yeah, war. Oh, the troubles. She named like three other countries, like Zimbabwe and some other countries that were at war and killing their children and things like that. I mean, not in the song. At the 94 Woodstock, she actually, in the middle of a verse, says what the songs are about. You would have been good at the original Woodstock. Oh. You needed to be there. Well, I'd have been like 10. Yeah. I don't care. You'd have hung out with the hippies and. Fit right in. Oh, yeah. Sliding in the mud, being naked. Mm -hmm. Hell of a concert. In Ireland, you moron. That's from the 314. Well, if you listen to the 94 <laughs> Woodstock song, when she talks about what the song's about, how we're singing this song because of the bombings, and she named like four countries. So, But the song itself, the lyrics are based on the troubles in Ireland, specifically the North. Yes. Belfast. And then she also dedicated the song to other countries that are being bombed and get, killing their children. So so the dedication at Woodstock was about other countries. The song itself is about Ireland. I would think so, considering she's from Ireland. All right. So I think we've reached, Doug, I think we've reached an accord. Okay. With the audience who's mad at Iggy for saying it's about Zimbabwe. <laughs> well, if you can if you can find the part of the, in the concert where she talks about the other countries. I'm Ron, not going to look for it. Maybe Buck Swope has that. Well, we have it at our fingertips. We just played it. Oh, well. But we we're, just... we're, when, probably when she was talking about it, we had Klein. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind Klein. Guys, if you don't think Dolores is attractive, you might be gay. Thanks. That's from the 636. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't think you're gay. It's to each his own. I just find her. It's it's the Irish accent, too, on a chick that just kind of oh, turns me on. Like... 
Okay. She does not, in the video we were playing, break into a uh, explanation of the songs. Well, I know she does because I watched it last night. And we're she... saying not in the video that we played, so I don't. Well, you played the '94 Woodstock, right? Y yes. Uh, it's in there somewhere. You were right there when I clicked on it. Yeah. Well, it's in there somewhere because I watched it last night and she talked about it. You're wrong. Just stop, Mr. Tangerine. Uh, what am I wrong about? <laughs> My God. Did you enjoy the song or not? I no, mean, what we the didn't, hell? We didn't like it, Leather. I did. Okay. Which, which nickname do you prefer? Is it Pockets or Leather? Neither. Neither one? <laughs> Pockets. Pockets was like one day in a <laughs> trout stream. But it stuck. And it didn't yeah. stick. It seems to have stuck. <laughs> Like St. Louis, two St. Louis Country Club guys I work with, one day they call me Pockets. <laughs> and years later, that's still what you're known as. I don't think anybody, until I told, told the story, <laughs> nobody knew I was Pockets. When you when you're in the press box and Jack Buck would come and talk and say, hey, Pockets. Hey, Pockets, familiar with your work. Grab me a cold one. <laughs> the bastard Sepstraka is too under the bar. <laughs> that's the best nickname in, in sports right the there. The bastard Sepstraka. <laughs> Probably the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> Some nitwit show in the middle of America. Caught him the bastard Seth <laughs> For no reason at all. <laughs> Next tournament comes to St. Louis. That'll be replaced with a dotum. Bastard Straka. She mentions Belfast, Bosnia, and Rwanda. There you go. Other countries. Zimbabwe was implied. Well, I just mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Rwanda's got to be close to Zimbabwe, isn't it? Pretty close, yeah. Um, guys, that song was really about the meth wars in Potosi. You tell him. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Uh, guys, have you noticed the more the Cardinals suck at baseball, the more you guys drag on conversation about the origins of songs when you come back from commercial break? That's from Roger Sweetwood. Doug, is that a strategy on the part of the hosts and producers of the show, or is it just a lack of focus and preparation? <laughs> well, that, mostly, yeah. And we're kind of losing interest in the Cardinals because they have not been a very interesting club to watch. Rwanda is um, about... 1,700 miles by the Cro well, um, straight distance from Zimbabwe. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, pretty close. So, like a two-hour drive. Rwanda, like the eastern? Uh, four, 44 hours is the drive from well, the Rwanda interstate system to Zimbabwe. Is not where they want yeah. to be. It's not the most direct <laughs> shot, but it's about 1,500 miles. Is Zimbabwe there down tolls. there south? Is that south by Zimbabwe south? Zimbabwe is, is, yeah, just north of Botswana, which is just north of South Africa. Okay, and Rwanda's on the... Like, e by Ethiopia, right? Rwanda eastern, is eastern just... Part? Just south of Uganda, which is also south of Ethiopia. Okay. It's it's right next to Tanzania. It's right between Tanzania and in the, in the um, Republic of Congo. Okay. Well, the point was she mentioned other countries that said she did. Yeah. Yeah, Scott back, got it back to one under, one over. Okay. <laughs> the ADD here is just it's just heartbreaking. From from the troubles in Rwanda to. Well, we have a great design, air, heating, and cooling email today coming up in about 24 minutes. We have Mark Hanna coming up on the GFI Digital Captain's Log as well. And we have Connor Lee of Enterprise Contracting Advertising on the show. And that is important. Uh, yeah, you know, Iggy talked about it. I, I recognize the Strode cast. I don't recognize anything else. But if I'm in a pinch, 
I'll go to my uh, my phone and look at the forecast. And Doug, it is you see, it's nothing but storms in the forecast. Now I see that huh? only one day is it better than fifty percent or fifty percent or better, I should say, for storms. The rest of them are forty percent and thirty percent. Fifty is sun's bat. That is correct. That is correct. Where do they have Saturday at? Saturday's been 40, 30%. We got 40% tomorrow and 30%. No, I gave it 100%, so we'll see. Wow, 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 wow. 12.30 tea time tomorrow, 10.30 tea time Saturday's been. Just be ready. The bombs go flying. Well, I have to go to the Cardinal game tomorrow night. 12.30... Wait, done four thirty or five. Let me see if I can get an earlier tea time. Well, if you're going to pick Friday over Saturday's been. Iggy, what do you think? What do you think is a better day to play based on what you're seeing with the atmosphere? Marine. Uh, I didn't say it was going to be an all-day rain Saturday, but I said it's a hundred percent chance it's going to rain at some point on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, if it doesn't, could, that's roadcast. Could really hold off. Look. Could hold off to the afternoon. I don't know. Then take a chance on Saturday. Take a chance on me. Okay. Doug can play. He doesn't have to rush out or they go to a Cardinal game. Doug, let me look at the T-shirt. The traffic's going to be horrendous going to that game. Beat, Tim. I, why would the good? traffic be horrendous? there will be 40,000 at the game. Mm. No, there could be. No, there won't. Okay. But you well, have the uh, gymnastics. Friday night. It's a gymnastics crowd down there, too. Oh, yeah. Let me see what the T-shirt looks like. Doug, could you tell us about Bertarelli? Well, chop, chop, cheeky, cheeky. Those are the words that uh, make Marco Bertarelli happy because that's what he likes to do. He likes to sharpen your blades. Anything that's got a blade on it, he likes to sharpen it up real nice. Like They do everything from knives and slicer blades, kitchen shears, and more. If it has an edge, Bertarelli can get it sharp. It's what they've been doing for a long, long time down there at 1927 Marconi Avenue on the hill. Chop, chop is what they do. Oh, also your garden tools. They will fix those too. The pruners, the garden shears, hedge trimmers, chainsaw blades, lawnmower blades, anything that you will need for the home and the garden. Now, according to Tommy Traven, what's he saying? You know, Tommy, the top blogger in the glove yeah, business, yeah, yeah. 2021 is a year of short supply, high demand, and uncomfortable prices for disposable gloves. But those aren't uh, problems when you shop local with Bertarelli Cutlery and Supply. Three different types of gloves, of course. We've been over this nitro, latrix, and vinyl. Those are your three types. They have them all. At Bertarelli, any kind of PPE supplies you need, they still have it all right there at Bertarelli Cutlery. Check out all their sharpening services at BertarelliCo.com or give them a call at 314-664-4005 or drop them an email at contact at BertarelliCo.com. Great family business. Been a sponsor for a long, long time. Fabulous people, the Bertarellis, and they'll take good care of you if you show up down there. Next time you're down there on the hill for lunch or something, Stop on in at 1927 Marconi and look around at their showroom there. they got some really neat stuff. they got uh, some great kitchen gizmos and gadgets. And, of course, they've got the Wustoff knives that we love so much. That's Bertarelli Cutlery and Supply. I was in the midst of a, an enterprise contract. I'm bending over here to plug in my laptop. Here we get, let me get it. Let me get this. Uh, and then I started talking about the forecast. And then, stunningly, we got distracted. Stunningly. Well, we're often distracted. Um, but I would like to talk about Connor Lee and Enterprise Contracting. 314-455-5000 or online at enterprisecontracting.com. reason I was asking about storms is if you do have storm damage over the next week with a lot of thunderstorms in the forecast, 
You go to uh, enterprise-contracting.com and you work with Connor Lee in Enterprise Contracting. They're on Facebook. You can see their work, Enterprise Contracting, Inc. You mentioned the Ryan Kelly Morning After or the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and you get $150 credit on all future work. If you are looking to upgrade your exteriors, such as oversized gutters for the heavy St. Louis rain, different color siding, or upgrading your roof, they do have financing options available with a true 15-year workmanship warranty. Call today as they have seasoning promotions and military discounts and all first responder discounts. That's active and former discounts. If you're needing your exteriors looked at immediately, they offer same-day appointments. 314-455-5000. It's Enterprise Contracting. Now, think about it. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to think about it for a while. Iggy, is it going to rain this afternoon? I'm trying to make plans with other dads on the down low for my son's t-ball game. Six one eight. There's not a lot of foul balls on t-ball games, so it's harder to meet a uh, stepdad on the make. Iggy's <laughs> out on assignment. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> hmm. You're just a couple years away from t-ball, right, Tim? I guess so. What, what what age does that start? I think that's kindergarten. I think it's about five. Yeah, baseball's kind of hard for them. Soccer's a lot easier at five years old. It's almost always the first sport that boys and girls play. I imagine all of your sons had, could you tell different personalities at the age of three? Did you see that? Did you see it at three? Not so much. Okay, interesting, 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 interesting. No, couldn't tell that much. Do they have different personalities? Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. But that that became more evident as they got a little bit older. You know, you never know what to expect from a two- or three-year-old. Right. Kind of all bets are off there. Give it another year or two, and then I think it starts to formulate a little bit more. No. Well, I'm looking forward to that stuff. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I really can't yeah, wait. It's great stuff. Yeah, those would be some of the most fun years of your life. And he's a big sports fan. Does he like? Wait, that's hard to tell too at age three. Yeah, but I mean, like he, he loves like uh, for whatever reason has a real thing for Tommy Tommy Fleetwood. Not necessarily having a great year, but really likes Tommy Fleetwood of all people. Relatively above average PGA Tour player from England. Why would I have would that... no idea? I guess it's the long hair. I guess I have no idea. And then he watches we, that much golf to even know who Tommy Fleetwood he's, is. He's hip to a lot of golfers. Yes, you know, hits the ball well too. Does he? Yeah, just goes on the course. And I never ever want him. I said to him yesterday, we were out there. So I said, if you don't want to be here, we don't want it to be here. I don't want to be golf dad. I am. I've heard yeah. horrible things about golf dad or golf mom. Even yeah, if he wants to play, play. Don't want to play, don't play. Fine by me. But he goes out there. Sometimes he's playing. Sometimes he's uh, just watching my phone. Sometimes he just wants to drink Gatorade. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just happy to be out there with him. That's all I like. Sure. And then I'm getting familiar with the different textures of the rough as I'm, you know, haven't dealt with rough in a few months. Nothing but Bermuda, tight, tight Bermuda. Now you have to try to negotiate the rough here in St. Louis. I didn't get a lot of bad lies in the rough over the weekend. A couple of them were down where I, couldn't really get a club on it, but... But then you let it trundle toward the pin. Yeah, you just kind of punch and... Trundle. Trundle. Uh, not a lot of bad lies. Okay. They've cut it down since last week, Iggy. Did they? Nope. Nice of them. I don't know. I don't have that shot. I mean, I know I can get that shot. I just don't know how to do it right now. 
I can hit my 50. Let's take a look at Iggy's 50. What are you, 56 or 54 there? 58. 58. I can hit my 58 out of the, the rough around the greens. Mm -hmm. I but I, I can't hit my 58. And what's more. your swing thought as you take that club away, Peter? I just take it straight back and straight on the ball. Amazing. Well, how many degrees of bounce on that wedge? Jack? I don't know. Cat's kind of bent. He just gave it to me. He's got kind of a bend in it. Can't confirm. Um, but I can't I can't hit that club more than 20 yards. If I have a 50-yard shot, I have to hit it like a three-quarter sandwich, and I don't like my sandwich, as you noticed over the weekend. Um, <clears throat> but I like my 58. I just can't hit it very far. I just... It's a good flop shot wedge, but yeah. And what I think what really messed me up is in the practice round, we were playing the up tees and then they moved them way back for the tournament. Tip that bitch out. Yeah, it was a little too far for me. Well, if there's one thing Westboro's known for, it's distance. Yeah, it'd be a big I don't have distance. I've got, I've got Patty Berg, LPGA distance. Patty Berg? She played football on one of Bud Wilkinson's teams. She's also a but golfer. She, she also golfed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Great golfer. Yeah, a set of her clubs. Yeah. I remember reading that on her bio. She played with Bud Wilkinson or played on one of his teams. Big old gal. Yeah, we were playing that match with Bo, and I had a putt that it was probably about 20 feet. And I pull said, up the match with Bo. And I asked Tim, I said, what do you like? Because you've been reading him great, so I, oh, whatever geez, you can't okay. even tell us about a putt without yeah. telling us how just yeah. fabulous and great Tim is. So I missed the putt. Uh four feet left and missed it 10 feet long. And <laughs> I told Poe, I said, not only did I read it well, I actually got great, great speed on the two, didn't I? God, terrible. God, I sucked. Oh no, Doug, it's been here a week. We, it's we over. Yeah. I can't stop the... thinking about how bad I played. Yeah, well, after, over. After playing so okay, well two. the day before and playing so well with uh, Jackson three days before. And I just, even with those tee backs, it just got intimidating for me. Hey, Tim, Immaculata has a strong CYC program, and we're not a feeder into public schools. Think about it. Thanks. That's from Patrick. He's at Immaculata. We're not a feeder into public schools. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what it means. I don't know. It means you get good, and then the public schools start recruiting you? No, it works the other way. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's the, the other private way. Private schools start recruiting you if you're good. Public schools don't do that. Well, there might be one or two basketball programs that will recruit a player or two. For the most part, it's the private schools that recruit. Hot and heavy. It's illegal. Not supposed to. Is that right? Is it, a, is it, it is illegal. Yeah. Supposedly, the principal can make contact with the student to try to tell them what great academics you could have. But coaches are not supposed to recruit players because of extracurricular activity. Text inbox is littered with attacks on Iggy and uh, Brian Henson. He's an Indianapolis Star columnist. Okay, so Boots was definitely nervous going into that thing, right? That's from Brian Henson. No, I wasn't nervous. Oh, Iggy, gosh, just admit it. Nervous. Your holes got tight. That's from the six one eight. No, I wasn't nervous at all. You were chattering <laughs> again. I don't get nervous playing golf. <laughs> I just didn't play well. I mean, it happens. That's why you're a twenty handicap. You guys are tight. <laughs> my my short game was just awful. I mean, I didn't drive the ball terribly. I had some bad drives, but I had some good drives. I wasn't out of play on a lot of them. I didn't pick up a lot. Um, but it's my short game. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I was with, I, I'm getting a pop. I'm lying one, 110 yards out and take six and sevens. My short game just sucked. My putting sucked. I sucked. 
Because mm. you're nervous? No, because I just played bad. Oh. I'm not a good golfer. It just seemed like maybe you were unnerved. Yeah, I was, and it's, I was thinking about learn to and shaking. <laughs> yeah. You can't get her out of your mind, can you? God, you people. Well, when it's affecting your golf game, it's it's pretty serious. What affected my golf game is my golf game. And that was due to the nerves. No, I do due to the fact that I'm not that good. Okay. That makes sense to you, yeah. Einstein? Diggy, why didn't you just play the senior tees? That's from the Crystal City Clam Hammer. No, I'm not old enough. There was what, 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 yeah, I only saw somebody doing it. What, yeah. what, is, what is the age? For I that? don't know. I didn't even ask. Okay. That's probably 65. Yeah. Is that what it is usually? I, I th think. I think 60. You're good to hit from the senior tee. It's really based on how far you hit it. Like, if you don't hit it far, play up. No. It makes the game go faster. No, it's a tournament. You have to play by the rules. Oh, okay. And I, I, think, I was on the phone, so. <laughs> no, I, I think I they, because the there was one guy playing. It's like everybody from, on the show is just doing their yeah. own thing. There was a guy from the up, playing the up tees, but I think he was like 70. Probably beat the hell out of us. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't take a lot. Yeah. I think it would be interesting if a lot of courses had a, had a tee box like halfway up from the main tees, halfway, way, way up there. So you could play every hole as a par three if you wanted to. If you just, if you were a senior, if you're a little kid or something, you could just start about halfway through the hole. I gave Jay the idea for a good tournament. It's just have everybody play the women's tees. Have a women's tee tournament. Everybody play from the Reds. Okay. Well, in some cases that only saves you a few yards in some cases. No, in a lot of cases, you're 50 yards up. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. Iggy uh, sounds a bit nebbish. Uh, that's from Flip Wilson. What does that mean, nebbish? Does that mean nervous? I don't know what the word means. I don't know either. I never heard that word. What does the word nebbish mean? Nurse? I, I don't know. That's a person, especially a man, who's regarded as, as pit, pitifully in, in, <laughs> ineffectual, timid, or submissive. Ah. That doesn't sound like him. A nebbish is incapable of accomplishing much or defending himself, so he often finds himself scorned or pitted. It's Yiddish. Yiddish word, nebbik. Well, I'm not Jewish. I don't know what that means. Mark Hanna wants to talk about it all. Okay. He wants to talk about yeah, Iggy's performance and member guest, and he's with us now. Evergreen Wealth Strategies, evergreenstl.com. Good morning, Mark. I learned early on you can't count on your performance in day one in a member guest. Yep. Yep, Doug. Iggy, I hear you. You don't get nervous, but you step up to that first tee on day two. And I crushed it. Two-hole lead, and <laughs> it just all falls apart. Yeah, we were we were up uh, in every match. Uh, at least on day one, we were up every match going to our seventh, eighth hole and, and lost we, both holes. Oh, yeah, we lost. We went 0-2-1 after leading 4-3. Mm. We closed it out. We had a Cardinal he, bullpen situation. Did you really? <laughs> I hate losing holes. Clip that off. Mm. Snag that audio. Morning, Mark. What's the good word? Doug would like a stock tip. Would you like to violate FCC regulations? <laughs> yeah. Big time. All right. Buy them all. Just yeah. buy them all. <laughs> buy them all. See, it's another big day on the market. Reach what, re what? Record highs. What, what? Just keeps Blue going. Who loves, loves Anacott Steel. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yep. Yep. Wall Street, 1987. Doug? Was it 87? I don't know the year. Boy, I think I it don't... was. Did I do that right, Tim? Oh, yeah. You're, I... you're just so, so fantastic, Mark. Nice job, Mark. Well done. I don't know the Welcome years. to the club, sir. Okay. Put that off, too. <laughs> it's, a it's a fine day in the universe, boys.
back from vacation last week. Iggy, I was fishing. You done any fishing lately? Assignment. Fishing? Uh, Iggy is out on assignment right now. We oh, just okay. had a story come through on the <laughs> Cardinals playing the Pirates. He's nailing down and things facts. of that ilk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do if I were listening to myself. Where'd you go? I went to northern Minnesota. It's an annual um, boys getaway fishing extravaganza and had a nice time. Boundary so waters. You went to boundary the boundary bo- waters. Yeah. yeah, just short. I've always heard about the mosquitoes up there. Did you run into those? Uh, I didn't see any mosquitoes, but there were some insects the size of birds that were coming after ah! my blood. Ah! Yeah, yeah, I've heard about those. They were large and in charge. Yeah. So, you know, just one of those things you got to deal with. But you get away, and then uh, you kind of hit the mental reset button. You get back in the game, and so here I am talking to you, Yahoos. Yeah, that's us. That's who we are. It's yeah. what we've become. It's what we do. Right. And do it well. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Flip Wilson texting. And Mark, if I start a 529 for my child, is that so much better than just establishing a savings account? Flip Wilson. Uh, great question. I have uh, each for each of my kids. Uh, they're for different purposes. As with every financial vehicle out there, everyone is good so long as they are used right. Um, savings accounts don't grow. Um, but if you need money, they're there to get access to right away without any risk of it going down. 529 plans, those are built to fund education funding. Uh, originally, they were for college. Now they can be used prior to college. Um, they tend to grow over time because you invest them, uh, but there are certain tax penalties if you need to get to it prior to education funding or for non-education funding, and if you need to get it when the market's down, it can be bad. So they're for two different purposes. Um, I very frequent, frequently see 529 plans used for education funding for, I got an 11-year-old as my oldest, I'm plowing money into the 529 to be used for his education down the line. So they're both good. It just depends upon what you're using them for. There you go, Doug. Yeah, you I, didn't do the 529, did you? No, I just wrote the checks. Yeah, that had to be sweet. Fun. It was fun. It was really fun. Need more checks. All right, here you go. All right, I'm I'm bankrupt. I got nothing. <laughs> that was that. That's that's even more fun. I think I but spent. Me- I think I spent for all my kids' education, roughly. Hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy thousand dollars, something like that. Wow, I would have actually thought it'd been more than that. For real. You know, I, I think you're right because college was about twenty five grand a year. Nice. So that, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's two fifty. Sweet. Yeah, it's fun times. Fun, <laughs> fun. It's grand to look forward to, isn't it? But it means you get to be on the air with us still today, and yeah. you don't get to have that big house and. That nice, fancy car to drive. Right. I don't need any of that. the fulfillment you've given to your children. Yeah, I don't need any of that because they needed to go to college and uh, get these degrees and drink for four or five years. (laughs) Have this the time of their lives. Yeah, so I could... Work two jobs my entire life. Oh, no, what happened? Night and day, weekends, night, early mornings, all of it. So they could go to these schools and have the time of their lives. (sighs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean to blow up on you, Enzi. Doug, it's okay. You can okay. you can talk to me, baby. You okay. can talk to me anytime you need to. That's what That's I'm right. here for. I'm here to listen. All right. But he does. 
Uh, I don't know All if this right. is a Mark question or just a general question. Guys, for the love of God, can we please do the power rankings of roller coasters at Six Flags? That's Paul Pepper from Pepper and Friends. I used to watch that Pepper. I did too. Yeah, Pepper. at Big Eyebrows. That's not an Evergreen Wealth Strategies question, though, is it? Doesn't seem to be. It's probably a text for another show. No, I'm a big, big, big fan of the classics. What's old is new again, and oh, that's man. Screaming Eagle. It has always been my favorite. It hasn't collapsed when I'm on it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Rotting Wood is going to get away one of these days, yeah. and it's going to be a headline on CNN. Yeah, you know what? That's That probably is live. I like The Boss, which is another old wooden roller coaster, not nearly as old as the Screaming Eagle, but my goodness, does it take a toll on you. My God. It shakes you up. Oh. You leave there with a stiff neck. Yeah. 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 Any of you boys ever been to that Holiday World? They got some good roller coasters. Well, right. no. Where is that? Where is that? Santa Heavens Claus, Indiana. Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah, nice little getaway. Get uh, water parks and lots of roller coasters, all built into one. Great for the family, for the kids. Free soda, free sunscreen. Is that right? Yeah, free it's, soda. It's a financial bargain as well as as well as an adventure that your family will remember forever. I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah, I was about to say, we might have to look at this in the Dr. Biondo file. Yeah. Free sunscreen, you say? Jackson's into that. Need that. Yep. Jackson, I'm not going to judge where you put that sunscreen. (laughs) Needs it everywhere. All over me body. Yeah, he needs it. Mm. He needs it everywhere. Uh, Guys, 250K in college expenses, and you make your lover split hotel villa. Thanks a lot, Captain Romance. That's from Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man. I make who split a villa? <laughs> who who did I make split a villa? I guess, I guess Engine Joe's Cave Ride Magic Man. What's a villa? You guys got a villa together? Uh, no, no, I don't. Yeah, just one kid. If you send him to Mizzou for four years, is about a hundred grand. Just one. <laughs> Uh, and finally, hey, Mark, I want to join a country club, but I make about the same amount of money as Ziggy does. Is it smart to just charge that to my Southwest card? Thanks. That's from the 314. That's a good question. Well, I think that 314, you should balance. You should try to figure out, should you put it on the Southwest card or, or maybe just become a caddy and play on Mondays? Oh, that's not bad, it's, though. You know, it's, sometimes there are different ways to get to the same ends if you just want to play golf. You could do that. You could sneak on late in the day and walk on to 15, play 15 through 17. Not that I've ever been known to do anything like that. Right. Just get a little bite here and there. No. Lots of ways to accomplish that. That's mm-hmm. not a bad idea, actually. That's good yeah. counsel right good there. Idea. That's good right counsel. Uh, Mark Hanna is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's online at evergreenstl.com. Cannot recommend him enough to our audience. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Evergreenstl.com or call 314 889 Zero five zero three. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Thank you, Mark. Bye, fellas. There he All is. Right, Mark thank Hanna. you, Hansy. Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And yeah, when you go back and, and you add up the money that you spend on your kids, it's really frightening. Frightening. And, and so, think, are you like advocating anal now? I'm advocating, you know, no children. I guess. <laughs> My well, kids probably won't John, want to hear that. John, Nick, and Greg aren't going to no, like no, this segment. No, they're not going to hear that. But for financial reasons, yeah, it gets uh, it gets frightening. I can't imagine what college at the current rate what it's going to be like another ten years. Gotta from believe now. there's a bubble. I can't believe it. I just, ha- but you I don't know. Think but, there's never but been a like bubble so before. But it's like so dogma. It's so much dogma on this college thing. I just, I did this on a Jackson. We talked about this on the podcast like two months ago or something like that for the live. Listen, I get it with, with certain professions and certain industries, of course, but 
it's just like one of those things that I think people do you think, without thinking about so it. So you're saying people won't go to college as opposed to college I'm saying people should think about whether or not they should go to college. That's what yeah. I'm saying, as opposed to once you graduate from high school, it's just something you do. Mm-hmm. I understand, of course, with multiple fields, it is absolutely not only necessary, but if you truly do want to have a semblance of success or even practice, take your pick of whatever profession, you have to do it. But for others, see this as an example, it doesn't strike me as a necessity. No, no. But we've and been... for real, I wasn't taught anything there that I couldn't have learned like in a couple weeks seminar. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's just something you either can do or you can't. And it's not necessarily a great right. thing that you can do, by the way. Well, there are those are four or five years of maturing as a person going I agree from with a that. kid to hopefully an adult. And I don't know that there's a lot of 18 year old kids coming out of high school ready to start a meaningful, successful business. There are some, I'm not talking most, about starting a business. Most couldn't. That, that, now you're taking that down on a different lane than I'm saying. I'm just saying, I think so many people and listen, I was, I, I guess in, to an extent I was one of them, but you don't necessarily know what you're going to do. And then you just wind up going there and then just screwing off. And then you figure it out afterwards, almost out of necessity. I mean, listen, yeah. it's, it, it's certainly can be, or is fun. So, but is, but it, it comes at a ridiculous cost for so many people when yeah. you're coming out of it with, with debt. Well, if the prices keep going up the way they are, they'll both be a, high, both in St. Louis high school. And then, then you go to college. I mean, St. Louis yeah. has the double edged sword. Uh-huh. If you're doing the, you know, private school deal right get ready to pay twenty thousand a year to Plus, go to high school man. yeah yeah so and with the incidentals and everything you may spend and if you send your kids to private grade school for eight years or so you know you're talking about what two two hundred grand well a hundred grand at least just to get through school nice let's get to grade school that's cool hundred thousand or you could go to your local public school and spend next to nothing Woot woot. Maybe it's a good time to pour a fistful of bourbon. If you don't, you'd be a damn fool. Nice. Mm-hmm. The idea behind fistful of bourbon was to make a smooth as hell bourbon with the kind of complexity that can only be learned during 100 years of whiskey blending. That's probably why the whiskey brainiacs at the San Francisco 2020 World Spirits Competition gave it a freaking gold medal. Tastes damn fine, neat. It makes one hell of a cocktail. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. The official bourbon of TMA. Don't be a damn fool. Enjoy it responsibly. Nice. It was a great read. Thank you. It was good. Yeah. No, I'm excited about my talent. I'm really excited about my talent. I think we all are, Tim. Seriously? Uh, yeah, especially Iggy. Uh, he might be on assignment. Is he back? Uh, He's back. Yeah. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again, again, again. Shady's back, back, back. Tell a friend, friend, friend. Guess who's back? 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 Abraham answer four over through 13 holes. Okay. Tell me how that chalk tastes. Tell me how that chalk tastes. Do you have a year for without me? No, I was thinking that as I was performing. You didn't mention that. I was like, oh, Tim. Oh, two? I was going to give him a chance. I'm picturing him and Dre in the front of that whip, right? And he had Jenna Jameson and Kobe Ty. Is that who's in the video? Is it Kobe Ty? I don't know. God, I'm not going to remember that name at all. No, was in there second. for sure. But I, I, I think it was Kobe Ty. Iggy, was that Kobe Ty? Could be. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I either. created a monster because no one wants to see Marshall no more. They want Shady. I'm chopped liver. Think about that. That's not going to think about that nonsense. Strange structural systems is online at stratumrepair.com. Uh, if you're having foundation peering issues, as can be the case during warm weather, think local. Think Stratum. Stratumrepair.com. 314-620-8153. Basement crack repair. Foundation peering for settling homes. Boeing or rotating wall repairs, basement waterproofing services like sump pumps, interior and exterior drainage solutions, egress window installations, concrete leveling, downspot extension. They do it all. And they're the best. Chesterfield, Missouri, Columbia, Illinois, Stratum Structural Systems. Matt Ford, Brett Groman, they really are the best. They fixed our home in a major way. I recommend them to you. Stratum Structural Systems. And what are you doing now? Oh, you're thinking about it. Think about it. It was Kiana Tom. Who? Kiana Tom was the other was the fitness model with Jenna Jameson. It wasn't Kobe Ty. No, it was Kiana Tom. It was a non-stag actress, huh? She yeah, she was apparently yeah, was is a fitness model, actress and businesswoman. Businesswoman, busman special. She was a. She had an ESPN so show called Kiana's Flex Appeal. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I think I remember her. And she was the other person with Jenna Jameson. I think sure. she was in Playboy too. Uh, guys, go to a tech school like Rankin for a year or two, acquire twenty to 40000 in debt depending on the program, then get a great-paying construction job. Tons of guys ask if that's what you're into. <laughs> it's from Scott Sprinkle Ballsack. It would be nice to go to someplace like Rankin Tech and learn how to actually fix some things that you'll need for your entire life, learn some meaningful skills. Totally agree with Tim. Just had this conversation the other day with how insane college costs nowadays. In many cases, better off not going. It's from Uncle Matt. Yeah, I mean... It, to me, it's kind of like a, it's it's obvious, but it's not common, and so therefore it seems outlandish is probably too strong of a word, but wrong, I guess, because I think for a few decades, Americans, and then it's passed down, is you go to college, and if you didn't go to college, something was not right, and I'm saying that I think I'm I, and I'm not saying it's an absolute policy. I'm just saying I don't think I do think trades have incredible value. And I think oftentimes elites look down at those who practice trades if they aren't sophisticated enough, and that is wrong. Oh, yeah. It's wrong-headed. And also I think it could be irresponsible financially, and there are only so many elite spots. The roster isn't necessarily expanding. If anything, the roster is narrowing. So therefore, the propensity for debt increases. But fine, follow your dogma. I'm going to go get a taste. Oh, Designer heating figure, formula day. You just have to figure out what you want to do. I mean, it but does, most people at eighteen make, don't know. No, but that's it, the issue. It does make sense to not go to college and get a job as a carpenter or a plumber. But a lot of kids just don't want to do that. They don't want to be a carpenter or plumber. They don't want to work all day long, physical labor, learn difficult skills. They don't want to. What's that? I thought as I slowly retracted my tongue from my uncle Bill's lower bowels. Doug, this is the filtered file I'm in. This is the first one you gave to him. Is that right, Jackson? Uh huh. It tastes like Mima's homemade chicken fried steak with a side of parm nudes and tender sweet peas. Brett, get in here and have a taste of Bill, I yelled downstairs. I think they noshed without us last night. I separated the matted tufts that hid Bill's honey hole and let Brett's tongue get a long and rewarding sample. Confirmed, leftover time. I grabbed the nose Frida from my sister Julie, stuck it in deep in Bill's canal. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. (laughs) Who was it, Tim? Adam. Adam. Just, we're in Lima. just a horrible, horrible. Why would you let that go, Jackson? Pretty strong, I thought. He's been suspended two days' time. Thank you, Hot Shots, for your suspension log, you. 
I've always been a nobody, afraid to even mail in. Then listening to Tim, I thought, by golly, I'm going to do it. And I won. I was finally a somebody, or so I thought. Yesterday rolls up and I got filtered. Thanks a lot, virgin. Don't try to bring me down to your personal hell. My only solace was I had some more sex this morning. Drinking my coffee this morning whilst on my composite deck when I saw them. It was my mysterious lover and his road-hard, put-away, wet, identical twin. I immediately knew it was. I'd seen it before, the apology to her. Turned on Walter's twin brother that had... Turned out Walter's twin brother had got hammered, drunk, and banged all the husbands at the cul-de-sac. <laughs> no apology necessary, I said. I faked my orgasm. Besides, the joke's on you. I'd already had sex at Home Depot that night. Didn't you notice the smell of another man on my peanut? Shaboogie bop. Oh. Sent from Kevin's Hotmail. <laughs> Just bad. Just bad. Like, this is a filtered file. I feel like somebody hacked in and Ke they put these in the filtered file. Kevin's Hotmail. <laughs> That's the texture? That's right. Okay. <laughs> the emailer. Hey, how are you guys? So the other night on Grinder of Sunset Hills, Dilf asked me if I'd like to meet him at the Frontenac Theater to catch the latest crappy film that no major studio would ever dare pick up. <laughs> The virus has kept me inside for the last year, and I was feeling some type of way and had my mom drop me off at the theater to meet him. When I arrived, he was in assless chaps, a crop top, and penny loafers. That's a look. Uh, yeah, so? He told me if I put out, he'd take me to Fleming's afterwards, but I told him that I was a top. He must have been four glasses a house cab deep because he was acting like a real slut. And he filled his deep belly button up with popcorn and a bunch of crunch and munch. And I proceeded to reach my fingers in there and get me some. We ended up going to Fleming's. Best chicken fingers I've had in town. Okay. <laughs> call me by your name and I'll call you by mine. Doug calls me Doug and I call Doug Mr. Slay. <laughs> Mr. Slay. <laughs> with a poor email. Any... Any decent ones talking maybe about what the conversation on the show was about today? Anything? Yeah, I got one here, I think. Okay. Morning, cuties. Just wanted to point out an interesting phenomenon with your producers being able to glean odd insights or just from watching TV. Iggy boldly claims that he can tell, based on the fact that they look at each other occasionally whilst attending events together, that Lady Gaga definitely gave Bradley Cooper the high hard one, broke back mountain style. Meanwhile, Prod Joe could watch any trash reality show and pinpoint exactly which women on the show had a pig pen-like odor. Finally, some common ground between these two mortal enemies. But these dumb magical powers don't end with just those two. Indeed, Willie could easily identify which female characters from any CBS procedural would make the best fake social media profiles. And Gangster Pete could, if he was wearing a backward hat and pacing back and forth, tell you exactly when Mizzou football blew the game. Can't wait to find out what Jackson's weird TV powers are. Early signs point to him being able to rewatch any Mizzou basketball game and identify the year and backup point guard. I'm curious about Sea Monsters too, but he wisely took an oath of silence and got the hell out of there. Regards, that's from Stubby Applause. Stubby Applause. Doug, that's what we have for the designer. He didn't cool email it. Wasn't much. Well, most were extremely vile, including Mr. Slay and Kevin's Hotmail. And because he kept it mostly clean, I'll go for stubby applause. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that he went to Fleming's and had chicken fingers. Um, but I'm going with Mr. Slave. Mr. Slave has shipped the design air. He's cooling email today. Woot, woot, woot. Woot, woot. Mm. 
Time for us to shut it down. Frank Cusimano is up next with a real radio program. It's called the Hollywood Casino Press Box. For Matt Rocchio, for Action Jackson, Virgil okay. Pringle Sauce Boss, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin Vaughn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After at 590 The Fan, KFNS, and Inside STL.